0: Welcome to the Homilies and Reflections podcast by Father Steve Anderson from Holy Redeemer Church. Well, I don't think I've read the gospel in a year, so how'd I do? You know, you don't have to answer that. No, no, I wasn't fishing. I was just having fun. Uh, So, uh, happy Mother's Day. I guess that's what I want to say first. Uh, You must be excited on Mother's Day. with Caitlin receiving communion, God is too. God's excited on Mother's Day for Caitlin to be receiving communion and all of us, all of us to be there. Like I said in my introductory remarks, uh, this, uh, my mother uh, was so big in my life, uh, she was just everything to me, just everything. Uh, and uh, I was watching a mother, one of my staff members, with her little baby, and I said, well, can you just put your baby in your office while she sleeps? She goes, no. She sleeps right here. I just wrap her up there. I'm her. I'm her daybed, and I'm like, maybe that's why I miss my mother so much. <laughs> she was my daybed. She was. She was my everything. And so she taught me everything too. I was the baby boy of the family. Uh, didn't score any points uh, for me with my older sisters, but for with my mother, uh, I could do no wrong. I was like loved no matter what, and I knew that. I knew that I was loved, and I knew if no one else loved me in the world, I was loved. My mom loved me. And that's the message that God has for us today. Unfortunately, there's some Christians and some Catholics, maybe some kind of hardcore Catholics, who whenever you want to talk about love, they call it Catholic light. I'm like, are you kidding me? Have you ever tried to live out the one and only commandment Jesus gives us, the new commandment to love one another? Have you ever tried that? Have you ever just tried it in your own home? You know, loving your own kids or loving your own spouse or loving just those closest to us. No, this is not Catholic light. This is the heart of the gospel. This is exactly what I believe and exactly what Jesus taught. And this is when I get on my knees and say, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. This is the way in which I follow him because this is the way of Christ. He tells us plainly, I'm giving you a commandment. If you love me, you'll keep it. This is it. Love one another the way I love you. Okay? And that means everybody. Elsewhere in the gospel, Jesus even tells us, take it so far as to love your enemies. Love your (laughs) enemies. That's nuts. Who loves their enemies? I'd rather kill my enemies than go to confession. <laughs> that's what I would want to do. Or maybe not me, but that's what my mind and, and body have conspired to make me want to do. One time, uh, I'll t- talk about love just within our own homes because it's not even easy to love in your own homes when your kids are acting out. And I was sitting in church one Sunday at Holy Spirit in Highland, and my, uh, one of my sons was really young, uh, and he was acting horribly. He was acting like a four-year-old boy, and I was just exasperated. All day he's been acting like this, and there was no end in sight. And so I just, I don't want to tell you which son it is. Uh, I don't want to embarrass him, but I just exasperated, just right in the middle of church, I said, God, what am I going to do with Stephen? All right, and you know, God, God spoke to me just like I'm speaking to you now. God said, "Love them," and you know, I just responded right back to God, just like we're talking. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that, yeah, oh yeah, that, right?" Not so easy, even when we already just love them more than life itself, or we give our our own life for their life. It's not so easy. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that's kind of how a lot of us feel about this wonderful wonderful gospel and that first re- or that second reading did you hear the reading of first john it's the second reading it said beloved it even calls you loved beloved is how john addresses you let us love one another because love is out of god that's i looked it up in the greek the word ek is in there also it doesn't just say of god it says out of god Love's out of God. That's what comes out of God is love. And Romans tells us that God's love is poured into your hearts, our hearts, by the Holy Spirit that he's given us. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is love and is poured into our hearts. Beloved, let us love one another for love is out of God and everyone who loves is born of God. Whoa, how cool is that? We're all born from our mothers and we're celebrating Mother's Day. But God is our mother too because we're all born of God. We're born out of God. That means what the Bible tells us is you have become partakers of God's divine nature. You're not just human. You are divine. And what it means to be divine is you are love because the next line, the next phrase in that whole verse says, Everyone who loves God, or everyone who loves everyone another, is born of God and knows God because God is love. God is love itself. And so when we look about for a definition of what is God, I just say love. And when someone says, well, then what is love? I just say God. <laughs> you want to know what I think God is? Love. You want to know what I think love is? god that's it that's what it is and that god has made us children of this god we too are born out of love you are love now uh there's a there's this beautiful story i just imagine this if you will Uh, imagine that you know a person who for whatever reason wanted to get out of the sun uh, maybe they were, had sensitive eyes or they had a uh, sensitive skin or maybe something really bad happened on a sunny day or something like that. And so they decide they're going to live in a cave. And they go into a cave and they just stay there. And they live there 25 years. They're in a cave. They've never seen the sunlight for 25 years. Wow. Can you imagine that? So for them to come out into the sunlight, what's it going to take? There's got to be a whole process, right? I'm sure they're going to have to do like penance to appease the sun because they've offended the sun all these years. So they're going to have to do like a life of penance or they're going to have to do some great act of contrition uh, to make up for how much they've offended the sun all these years. No, the sun didn't know they weren't there. The sun shines (laughs) whether they're in it or not. The sun shines, Jesus tells us, on the just and on the unjust alike, on the good and the bad alike. The sun shines because that's what the sun does. The sun shines, and it always shines. All this person had to do to get out of the cave and into the sun is step out of the cave into the sun, and they can bask in the sunlight. There's nothing they have to do to do that. And God is like the sun Except that God, is, and even though God is light, uh, God's light is love. God is love. And no matter what you do, no matter what cave you go into, no matter what actions you do, God never stopped being love because God is God and you can't change God. There's nothing you can do to change the nature of God. And so God is love. And so all you have to do to enter into God's love is the same thing you have to do to enter into the sunshine. You just need to step into it. Just say, God, I open up my heart, my life. I want your love. And God being love says, bam, right back at you. That's what I do. That's who I am. That's what it takes. Some people don't do that. Some people refuse to enter into God's love, and some people refuse to give it to someone else. Why? Because they feel guilty. They're like, no, I can't just go into God's love. I've been bad all these years. And God's like, I didn't make up that rule. You did. You don't have to do a lifetime of penance to enter into my love. All you have to do is say, God, I want to live in your love and god says, that's what i wanted all along and that's what jesus has called us to that's the command jesus gives us and so guilt keeps us from entering into that beautiful experience of life that god wants for every one of us to live in the love of god and we're commanded to do this very thing we're not commanded to avoid it because our big fat ego feels guilty so what Who cares about the ego? That's what's keeping us from God. Not God, my thoughts, my ego. And so, uh, yeah, definition. God is love. Some people want to then change that from us because it can't be that simple. Well, that in and of itself is not simple. That in and of itself is like a, a raging fire that burns up all the sin in our life that love is like a fire in us. The fire of God's love is what the, the sacramentary prays when we talk about the saints, how they had the fire of God's love. So God is love, and, and so people want to say, well, they talk about marriage or family, they'll say, love is commitment. I'm like, whoa, you just stole love of all its meaning. <laughs> Commitment's Commitment. I looked it up in Merriam-Webster Dictionary today. The word love is never used when it talks about the definition of commitment. All kinds of words are used, including being committed to an institution. Yeah, but never is love mentioned in the definition of commitment. Others say obedience. If you have love, then that's obedience. I looked up the definition in Merriam-Webster of obedience. Never is the word love used. Intelligence is the ability to make distinctions and we need to make a distinction between things like commitment and obedience and love itself because we're talking now about love itself and God is love. That's my definition. So again, like I said, my definition of God is love. My definition of love is God. And I'd like you to adopt that definition because this has changed my life. Let me tell you about a spiritual practice, uh, a little spiritual practice I was doing, because for us, this changes everything. This changes everything because the Bible says we were born of God. And if God is love, we are love. You are at your core, your soul is love. That's the stuff you're made out of. What are you made out of? What's your soul made out of? Someone asks. Say, love. They say, what is love? God. (laughs) What is God? Love. (laughs) Yeah, that's what our soul's made out of. You're made in the image and likeness of God. And today's reading tells us we're born of God. In baptism, in the waters of baptism, we're born of love. We are love. And so here's the practice I was doing uh, today. Uh, and, And a couple days ago, I was... I just kind of back up in my mind. I back up behind my mind, behind my thoughts, behind all that, and I just start watching. I don't think anything or or say anything. I just watch. I watch all the thoughts going through my crazy brain. Anyone have a crazy brain? Races all the time. Aren't you glad you don't have to say everything that comes into your brain? Yeah, because then everyone would know you're crazy. Now we just think you are. But... All those things, I can watch those thoughts, and I can say, those are not my thoughts. I'm back here, I'm born of God, I am love, and I'm watching these thoughts because my brain just won't stop. Our brains don't stop, thought after thought after thought. They just keep coming. And then, uh, so I look at those thoughts and say, those are not my thoughts, but those some, those I think that person's mean, and I think that person hates me, And I think maybe I should get revenge on this person. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, that's the brain. I am love. And so I look at those people in a new light. And I'm like, hey, if they hate me, I love them. (laughs) If they're mean to me, I love them. If they're good to me, I love them. Because I am love. I got the love of God poured into my heart to love them. That's why Jesus commands us to love one another. Because we can do this. We can get out of our thoughts and we can get behind him, and we can say who we are. We're born of God. And so he doesn't just tell us to love one another. You guys are easy to love. I can love my parish. uh, But Jesus says, love your enemies. Wow, that's easy for me to do too. I said it was hard, but it's easy because I just back up. And whatever my brain's saying about my enemies, I can just say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm born of God. I am love. And for me to love that person, all I have to do is observe them with the eyes of love. Because God has created all people, and he sustains them in, guess what? God's love. And God, every moment, recreates this whole world out of God's love. You're here moment by moment because God loves you into existence moment by moment. And God loves everyone else that we call our enemies moment by moment. And he loves them right into existence. With that, I can say, okay, I get it. Yeah, that makes it easy now for me to love my enemies. (laughs) They just think different than me, and I don't even want to share how I think. Uh, They just have different interests than me, and I don't even want to share any of those either. So uh, they're just people that God creates Out of love, moment by moment. So, let me end here. I I could go on. This is like, I tell you, do you believe me? This is like my favorite Sunday of the year. This has changed me. Just writing this homily has changed me. I get what Jesus is saying when he commands us to love one another. I get what Jesus is saying when he says, love your enemies. And I've never thought I was able to do it. But now I realize God's going to do it in me and through me, and all I have to do is step back and quit thinking my, those are my thoughts or that's my body. My body's going to die. My mind's going to die with it, with that brain all, all disintegrated. And what's going to be left? Me and God and all of us. That's our faith. That's who we are. We are love. That's what we're called to do. And that's what my mother showed me. Right? My most perfect image of God and how to live in the world. And what a wonderful day and what a wonderful faith we had.